It's show number 40 of the Rim Pro Report. This week, we're going to look at some industry news. I'm going to give you some heads up on podcasting. And, well, you never know what else is going to happen on the Big 4-0 show. The Rim Pro Report is sponsored by our good friends at O'Neill Software. Registration to their 2011 September 14th to 16th Strategic Partners Conference just opened. Hotel registration is now open, and I get the wonderful opportunity, because they're my sponsor, to announce that the children's charity they'll be raising money for this year is Make-A-Wish Foundation. That is so cool. Last year, they raised over $21,000 for Ronald McDonald House, and they're looking to beat that this year during the famous, the world-famous, the one and only Record Center Challenge. At the end of the show, I'll give you even more reasons to attend this conference. Bottom line, with only 150 spots open, you should sign up quick. You can do it all at O'NeillSoft.com. Well, it's a big week on the Rim Pro Report, so let's get to it. Welcome to the Rim, Rim, Rim Pro Report, the one and only weekly broadcast for the Rim Support Services industry. Bustling with news, views, here's what I believe, and the latest updates. That's just them. The show is full of interesting information, stories, yes, important product and service reviews, yes, and a cast of industry characters included. Yes. <laughs> Record center operators, shred and destruction vendors, media and electronic vaulters, scanners and imaging providers. Take note, this show is for you. Now here's your host, Tom Adams. Yep, it's me. Well, where do we start? Where do we start? Uh, first, I, I think more, most importantly, I think we need to start with giving a shout out to everyone who's been affected by the brutal tornadoes and storms that have hit the U.S. this week. Uh, for anyone who's been affected by that, we're thinking about you. It's been a wild week for the weather, and many have been affected. So uh, our our hearts and prayers are with everyone who is dealing with that right now. Pace, but there's other things going on. Uh, not nearly as serious, but they all affect us nonetheless. So yeah, Scotty McCreary is the American Idol, representing Garner, home of the infamous Prism International Office and staff who were pretty invested in this whole program. Scotty scored a win on Idol this week, beating last night, actually beating out a Lauren Elena. I know some of you are watching. I know that you were, uh, and it's okay to admit it because I was too. Good on you, Scotty, baby. Lock them doors and turn them lights down low put some music on that's soft and slow okay that was my american idol moment hey for all you football fans out there steelers wide receiver heinz ward he went well dancing with the stars beating out kirstie alley so that you know a lot of big shows wrapping this week now you might be tempted to think that i too might be shutting it down oh no oh no i'm here brothers and sisters this show is not done this week and, you know, there's others who are calling it quits, though. You know, some some big-time uh, people from Chicago. You know, she felt it best to, to shut her show down. And uh, as luck would have it, after she left Chicago and flew back to California, guess where she's come? She's coming to the Rim Pro Report. Oprah Winfrey is in the studio today. There are no words to match this moment. I know, I know. Wow, I'm blown away that you are here, Oprah. My goodness, you've had quite a week. Quite the big event there last week, the big show 
truly blown away that you'd take the time to come and hang with me today after all this. Well, I wanted to say this to you. The reason why, you know how crazy this day is. And I'm doing no sit-down interviews with anybody, no one-on-ones. And the reason why I wanted to do this with you is because I am so proud of you. Really? Oprah? Wow. Wow, I'm completely flummoxed and flabbergasted. Get out the Kleenex is all I can say. Well, thank you. Thank you for being here with me today. I, I can't even believe it. I love that we were able to do that. Oh, well, thank you. And me too. I I guess what so few know is how much of a history you and I have together. We go back a long way, you and I, girl. And how truly amazing yeah. it is. This journey that you and I have shared together. I know. It's been a long journey, Oprah, and I am extremely grateful that you've allowed me to be part of your story, if even quietly over the years. I didn't need to be in the spotlight with you. I know you've had Gail and Maya and, you know, Stedman, of course, has always been in the the news with you, but every so often when you needed something a little different, just uh, that little bit of a different perspective on things, well, you know, you'd call me up and we shared some really important and cool things together. Well, you were in my head. You You were a part of literally my consciousness. Well, I I have to say you've been in my head and consciousness too. Thank you. The world certainly gave you your props these last few weeks. So, you know, I've laid low as you were gathering, getting all this glory. I I didn't didn't want to bother you, but you've had your moments. And yes, Aretha and Usher and Beyonce, you know, and Jerry and and Tom and all our friends. Well, they were there for you. But I have to ask, uh, now that you've kind of come to the end of your show, and I know you're kind of preparing for the own network, I got to ask you about the Rim Pro Report. What, what do you think about my show? I, I know that yours, you know, a little while ago we agreed not to, you know, not to get stuck in it. I know you, you've already invested in in Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil and, you know, that that other guy. He's he's good, too, but you chose not to underwrite my show. I think it was an ethical choice on your part, but we're here at show 40 today. What do you think of it? First of all, it's a grueling thing to, to yeah. do a show. What made you want to even take this on? Well, like you, it was this sort of passion and deep belief that this platform is a place to connect with my audience, to hear people's stories from the rim industry and to share what I'm learning with them and to have some fun while I run my business in the process. But, but as you know, it's a process. It's, it seems like it's been something that you've been working on for a long time and trying to figure it out. You just kind of keep striving to make it better. Yeah, you know, uh, this, this coming to terms with your own self-worth is a lifelong journey. So how old were you when you figured out that you were different than the other kids? Well, <laughs> I, I knew pretty early, I guess. Hey, hey, what just happened there? You you are good. I was interviewing then, and then, bam, you were interviewing me. Wow, that was good. You are a lifelong interviewer. Well, Oprah, I know you got to go, and you won't be hanging out for the whole show. So one last question. One one question that, that is always, you know, I sort of wanted to ask you on the show today. Do you feel like you've made it? Do you, do you feel like you accomplished all that you set out to achieve? I feel that I'm still in process. I really have to tell you this. That as mm. great yeah. as the past 25 years have been, just astounding. I mean, really, the word awe, some does apply. I think it was just the beginning. 
Awesome. Awesome is a great word. So good luck with the new beginning, with where you're going, uh, with all that's uh, that's coming in front of you in the the, the days and years and, and time ahead. I, I can't even imagine uh, how cool it's going to be for you. But ultimately, thank you, Oprah. Thanks for uh, stopping by today to visit us at the Rim Pro Report of all people the day after your show completed. So again, thanks. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. I won't say goodbye. I'll just say until we meet again. Okay. Well, we will meet again. I know that. So kind of all choked up now. I can't believe Oprah stopped by. So thanks, Oprah. Say hi to Stedman on the way out and and close the studio door before you leave. Thank you. Well, you know, I need to get to the news. And today, because of all the stuff happening with Oprah, and I stayed up late last night to, uh, to watch American Idol and, you know, and well, there's so much going on. And, and frankly, I, I got to be honest, uh, two, two people who were scheduled to, to be on the show this week, they couldn't do it. And well, so I got some other stuff I want to talk to you about. As you know, I've always got cool stuff that I'm thinking about and want to share with you. So after we finish the news, we'll get to that. But let's talk about the news. Let's cue it up. Well, besides the big Oprah news that uh, she was here and that Scotty McCurry won, baby locked them doors, uh, here's what's happening in the rim industry. So InfoScore, which is a big-time financial transactions company, uh, they do payment processing and financial document imaging, they've actually chosen Data Chambers as their new computer system host. And so this is a big deal. Daryl Thomas, who's the president of InfoScore, suggested that uh, Data Store's extremely sensitive um, uh, capacity to handle the information for their clients, um, you know, is well known. Uh, it was imperative that they, as a company, InfoScore as a company, selected a IT partner that was able to provide both physical and electronic security that is required, a true requirement in that industry. So congratulations to Data Chambers on that, that uh, new client. Uh, that's pretty cool. Hey, looks like GRM is opening a new operation in Houston, Texas. Jerry Glatt, executive VP of GRM, announced this week. Hey, speaking of Houston and all of the Gulf predictions are for an active hurricane season. We already talked about the storms earlier that have been sort of hitting a lot of the mid mid part of the country. And uh, I, I think it's such a good time for you to help your clients be prepared for a disaster that might strike. Uh, to keep them informed, to keep them in the loop in terms of the the value of being prepared for this kind of stuff. Hey, congratulations to Lloyd Williams and Lucy and Nick for a great write-up about them and the Shred All story in Material Handling World magazine this month. Uh, if you don't know Lloyd Williams, Lloyd founded Shred All in Nottingham, England. And I have to say, Lloyd is one of my favorite marketers in the entire rim industry. He does such such cool stuff and is such a great guy. And uh, Lucy and Nick, his kids, are taking, you know, working with him and building that business. And they've got uh, a records management company now. And they're uh, their shredding operation continues to grow. So good on them for getting a great piece of press in the Material Handling World magazine this month. 
You know, the uh, data breach costs are uh, mounting over at Sony. Sony just now suggested that they've lost $171 million, and it, it, from their perspective, is just the tip of the iceberg. I suspect that when the requirement to pay damages and credit protection for their entire network, uh, $170 million will be a drop in the bucket. You know, as we finish the news, a story with a bit of a warning. It's kind of an interesting story. It comes out of Holmdale, New Jersey. You see, last weekend, they had a free shredding event lined up there. It's part of the fabric of the shredding business now. Uh, so the townspeople lined up, and the shredding started. And with just over an hour left to go before the event was to stop, the shred truck, well, it hit its wall. It was full and had to leave a crowd of paper-toting residents wondering what happened and who was going to shred their documents. And the truck didn't come back. I know these free shred days are all the rage, but don't let these attempts at publicity backfire when you leave a parking lot full of people mad at you that you didn't get their they didn't get their free shredding. Uh, it actually made the Holmden news, uh, and people were quite outraged at the fact that they didn't get their free shredding. So keep that in mind because as we do more and more of these free shred days, uh, what we have to be aware of is that more and more people come because they're more aware of it. One of the uh, actual terms that we're seeing online now is free shredding and it's growing exponentially because the more that this happens the more people are aware of it the more they use it and so be be aware that uh, when you have these free shred days it's important to make sure you're covering yourself for excess capacity well that's another week in the life of the good old rim industry and i suspect you had a lot of story too in your world so if you have any cool news to share any stories that came up and you feel like they'd be valuable on the rim pro report please share them with me i would love to hear from you Well, like I said, I know everyone is busy, and this week we had a couple of interviews that uh, fell out of booking, so as I am constantly learning, I wanted to share a few short things with you today. As you know, I'm a student of marketing, and I spend a whole lot of time watching what happens in this industry, because that's where I work, and that's where I live and breathe, but I also watch with great interest what's happening outside of our industry, specifically and particularly in the B2B service world or in the B2B space. So it's related to us, but it's it's different. And I, I think it's important that we continually watch what's happening outside of ourselves to learn from it, because at the end of the day, what what can work and what does work for others can be helpful for us. So one particular area that I keep noticing that's gaining in importance, and I think it's been around for a while, but I continue to see it become even more important, and it's the whole topic of blogging. Uh, we've become an online world and we've become very, um, you know, internet centric, but blogging is really something that continues to grow in its importance. And I know as a listener of the Room Pro Report, you're incredibly bright, so I don't need to explain this to you. But in the off chance that someone is listening who doesn't quite understand what blogging is, it's this. It's a regular edition of content 
to the web, typically a website that's built on a blogging platform, some kind of software that does that. The unique thing about blogging is that it's delivered in such a way that the newest material is displayed first in a reverse chronological order. So it's more like a newspaper, more like uh, delivery of content, but the most recent content remains at the top of the pile. So why am I talking about this? Well, and why am I sharing this with you? Well, there's a couple of key reasons. And I, I think some statistics might actually help to clarify why this is such an important topic. You know what? There's 152 million blogs online as we speak. And 46% of all internet traffic read blogs more than once a day. So blogs are an, an inherent and important part of the internet infrastructure. But I want to get it closer to you. See, nearly 40% of U.S. companies actually use blogs for marketing purposes. And a full two-thirds of marketers say that the blog is critical or incredibly important to their business and what they're trying to accomplish through their marketing. So if that's the case, let me give you even some more stats to show you why blogs are so powerful. Companies that have blogs get 434% more indexed pages, and indexed pages are pages from your website that show up in search engines. Uh, so companies that have blogs have 434% more indexed pages on their sites than those who don't. So bottom line, if you've got a blog, uh, you get better indexing by the search engines. And guess what? The more index pages you get, the more likely you are to get more traffic. Well, there's actually statistics to prove this. So get this, 55% uh, companies that have blogs on their website get 55% more traffic compared to companies that don't have blogs. Uh, it, it's quite evident that companies that blog get better results in traffic than companies that don't. And then this is where it gets interesting. Business-to-business -business companies that blog generate 67% more leads than those who don't blog. So, uh, I don't know how to tell you this any differently. Blogging is important. But I got to offer you some caveats. And these caveats are important to remember because if you miss this, then the other stats don't really matter that much. So, first important thing to remember is you have to keep at it. There is a tendency for many people to start a blog and they'll do three, four, five, ten posts and then, well, they run out of juice. Well, here's, here's an actual statistic that matters. Companies that have more than 51 blog articles experience a 77% lift in their median monthly leads. So what we discover when we start looking at this and we look into the statistical evidence is that you need to actually have a lot of blog articles to really generate the kind of traffic, the kind of indexing, the kind of support that gives you the results you want. And 50 seems to be a magic number. It's almost like you got to have a year of content before it actually starts helping you. And then secondly, you have to be blogging at least weekly for it to really matter. There, There is a tendency to sort of do this monthly thing, kind of like the, the newsletter mentality but in the blogging world to actually be effective at it you got to do it every single week to make it work so 
those statistics to me uh, become pretty evident that a blog is important, a platform which provides content to readers that uh, follow you, but it's got to be persistent and consistent. So the big question I assume you have is, should you blog? Should I blog? Well, given the statistical evidence, it to me makes a lot of sense. But it's your call, given what I've told you. You've got to make the decision based on the evidence and based on a couple other things. So here are the questions that I tend to hear as it relates to blogging. Uh, first one is content. What am I going to say? Uh, how do I create content? Second question I have is, Who's going to write it for me? And how is it going to be created? The third one is, where do I put my blog? There's lots of possibility on that right now. And then fourthly, and this to me is what we've already mentioned, but it's this sense of commitment. Can I actually be consistent at it? Can I break that one-year mark doing it weekly, uh, day, you know, week after week, just putting it out there? And it's that sort of year mark that, that really translates into the effective results. Well, this last question is one I cannot answer for you. I can encourage you. I can show you the statistical evidence to support the fact that it's a great idea, but I can't make it happen for you. You've got to have the commitment. But let's look at the other three questions. First one is location. Uh, to me, the very best place to put your blog is not on a third-party site. And there's lots of them out there. Uh, Google has a site. Uh, uh, WordPress.com is a site that's one of the big ones. And there's a number of these places that you can create your blog. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with creating them out there. But I think the best place to put your blog is have it integrated with your entire site. So it's not a separate function of your site. It's an integrated part of your entire site. Uh, when it's on a third-party site, uh, it's on two different URLs. The content is, is essentially hosted by somebody else, and if something goes wrong with them, your content's lost. If it's on your site, you have the, the freedom and luxury of doing whatever you want with it. So no, no, no two different URLs. You've got one domain name. Your blog is integrated within that domain name. And you know what? Traffic often comes to your blog because that's the pages that get indexed. But unless your website is within iShot or within Easy Mouse Click or is actually integrated into your whole blog platform, uh, they'll likely never get to it. Conversely, if they get to your site and, and they've got to find a blog link to get to your blog, uh, if it's not integrated with your site, it might be that they never get there. And that's where I think the great content will be. Which is the next question that most I often I hear. What do I blog about? What do I say? Well, I think you got to remember first and foremost, your blog content is not about you. It's about them. It's about your readers. It's about the people that that come and read and stay interested because they are in it for themselves. People don't come to your blog for you or for your reasons. They come for their own reasons. So you have to write for them. You have to write for stuff that relates to them. So you can't be pitching. You can't be selling. You can't be just offering. You got to be providing valuable, important information to them for where they are at. You have to be interesting and you can't be boring. The world lives and watches shows like Idol and and Dancing with the Stars, and your prospects are infinitely in, interested in stuff that grabs their attention that doesn't bore them. So 
as it relates to the rim world, when you create content, you've got to be always thinking about what are my prospects trying to figure out? Where are their problems? Where's the predicaments they have? What pain are they in? Uh, what opportunities are they looking for? And as we know in the B2B world, people are always trying to figure out things. They don't want to make mistakes. They don't want to make errors. Uh, and they're avoiding risk when they make decisions to hire a vendor. So the content that you produce has to create a sense of connection. It has to build uh, either a way for them to know, like, and trust you. It has to give them a way to learn stuff that's relevant to their lives and what they're trying to figure out. And you have to do that in an onboarding way. Well, ideas. How do you create that kind of content? Well, I have a list of around 20 items, but for time's sake today, here are just a couple of them. First one is, to me, relay big news and add your spin to it. And this is as a way to focus on customer value. So take, for instance, the Sony breach, the the big data breach from Sony that we just talked about in the news. Uh, Can you connect that to them? Can you talk about the Sony breach as it relates to the possibility of their own exposure? Or the tornado that just hit, a devastating tornado, and you saw the the incredible damage it did. Uh, Can you use the tornado and talk about the tornado to remind them of their own exposure? What happens if the tornado hit their office? What would happen to their business? So that, that's one methodology. Uh, another way to create an idea is tell other people who are like your readers success, success, success stories. Uh, tell them things that uh, are mistakes that other people make, that, that they do really well. See, we all like to know what our peers are doing. And we have, uh, we as RIM service vendors have a unique opportunity and a unique advantage in that we see it in so many places that we can deliver this to them. Uh, one other one. I'll, I'll give you one more. Uh, every day you get questions. So prospects call you and ask a question by email or on the phone. And if you listen with the right content or with the right context and you're listening not so much to answer their question but really what's the driving force underneath that and you create answers for them why not give those answers a double life and recycle them back to your blog well you know I've got 20 more catalysts to great content that I use for myself but the point is this you of anyone should know what your clients want you know, you should know what they're worrying about, the things they have problems with. All of these things form the basis of effective blogging content. And the key is you got to have content to create blogs. But while you may have the ideas and concepts, I hear this question from so many people I talk to. I cannot write. I don't have time. I'm not a good writer. I can't do that. So I have some ideas for you. Firstly, think short and sweet. Don't think in terms of creating long school-like essays, just a couple of paragraphs. Secondly, don't write like they taught you in school. Write like you speak. We speak in sort of short form. Uh, We have choppy sentences. And our tendency to think when we start writing is that we got to write the way we learned in school. And to me, that's not a great way to write. A great way to write is choppy sentences, uh, really simple. Speak it out loud when you're writing it so you know how it sounds when people read it. Thirdly, don't write it at all. Speak it. 
record it and have somebody else write it and edit it for you. Uh, there's a number of people in this industry who do that. They pick up their phone, they call into a voicemail, and they say, uh, here's what I'm thinking, blah, 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 and they, they talk away for a while, and then somebody picks up that voicemail and actually takes the idea and the concept and crafts it into actually a blog pitch or a blog piece. Optionally, you can do it just in audio or video format. This works incredibly well, too. This essentially, that what you're listening to is a blog in what's called podcast format, in audio format. And there's many opportunities to do it in video format. These are great ways because you don't have to write them. Finally, you can get somebody else to write it for you. You might just have a staffer who loves to write or you might even outsource it. Uh, you just say, I want these ideas, these are some of the concepts, and just let them go to work and do it for you. Just know that it is a really valuable thing to be doing, as we've already discussed, but you got to keep at it and you got to keep creating content. So, as always, I want you to be aware of what's going on, uh, to be open to what is out there as it relates to uh, blogging. Blogging can be a powerful and effective platform for you. But it still comes back to this. What I know is marketing, blogging is just a day in, day out, never ending, persevering kind of activity. And you got to keep at it and you got to keep doing it. And there's some days, you know, it's, it's, I, I do the show every week and uh, it takes, you know, two to three hours, sometimes more of my time to get this show together as long as, you know, as well as the, the people that help me to get it done. But what I know is once we hit a, a specific sort of number of blog posts, this history becomes very valuable. Uh, a number of years ago, I did a whole vi video uh, series. I got to 66, I think, videos in that series. And to this day, those videos have become powerful evidence of the power of persistent and continual blogging. Some of those videos have uh, tens of thousands of actual views on them. And uh, it's that kind of history, the content that creates a history for you that becomes very powerful in your web marketing and your ongoing marketing success. Well, that's all for now. I hope that helped you a little bit. I hope that spurred you to at least think about blogging as an opportunity. If you've got any questions, let me know. Or if you know someone who is doing a really good job of blogging in our industry and you want to share that with me, I'd love to hear from you and let you know about it. So that's that's it for the show. Hey, Hey, I want to thank Oprah for stopping by. That was uh, it was amazing for her to stop by. And thanks again to our good friends at O'Neill for sponsorship in the show. I told you at the beginning that I'd remind you why attending their strategic partner conference is a great idea. I, I was there last year, and I can confirm, based on the post conference survey last year, this is what this is what came back. Ninety eight percent of the attendees voted the conference as excellent or extremely good. A hundred percent of them found the networking to be great, good or excellent. Ninety four percent said the knowledge gained was good or excellent. Ninety seven percent said they'd increased their knowledge about uh, O'Neill's products and services by the end of the show. And a hundred percent said they would use the information gained. Bottom line, you need to get registered today, and you can do it at O'NeillSoft.com. Well, like I said, we are done. We are out of here. I hope this was helpful. Have a great week, and we'll be back next week with the Rim Pro Report over and out. Thank you. 
Thanks for joining us on the Rim Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com, where you can find show archives and a whole lot more. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Incorporated. Join us again soon.